It's because I'm not willing to upgrade my iOS system. I'm still mm-hmm. operating on the one and everybody else is operating on the 10. And I'm going, no, it should be the same. I'm that guy that came in to do your internet ah. I mean, to do the phone. Yeah. I just didn't know how. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm telling everybody, get a landline. Everybody's like, I'm doing well over here. Come on, <laughs> upgrade, Joanna. And I'm still trying to do business and my life as if it's 25 years ago. Yeah. And I'm drowning. So that's my biggest takeaway. And that's what I'm really rebuilding and learning going, okay, how am I as a Gen Xer or kind of millennial Gen Xer going to adapt and upgrade my iOS to live in a Gen Z world? And even the next generation that's going to come after the kids that your kids have. Welcome, girls, to the Get Up Girl podcast, where we are making you live your fullest and fun life. My name is Joanna Vargas, and every week I will pour into you with my stories, tools, and fun radical candor. I believe that when you ask better questions, up-level your habits, and get freaking real, you will have a happier life. If you're looking for more fun, more magic, and more joy, you're my girl. This one's for you. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. Welcome back to another episode of the Get Up Girl. Today's show, the tables are turned. This audio is taken from an interview from Dr. Beth Westy. She was on my show a couple shows ago. Hopefully you listen to that one. But this audio is taken from her show. She interviewed me. And I I sometimes think that I come across differently when people ask me questions. I feel sometimes I'm more fired up. Answers and awarenesses come out a little bit differently. So that's why I wanted to share this show with you. And it's all about, we're all of it. We are not, uh, this is truly not a dual world where it's black or white, up or down. We're all of us. We're all of it. We are the end. We are the abundance of life. And we have some really fun conversations. So I truly hope you love this podcast with Dr. Beth Westy. Thanks so much. Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to the Female Health Solution Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Beth Westy. And today I have Joanna Vargas. Woo! We are going to jump into a bunch of fun information and buckle in because this is going to be amazing. I'm so glad you're here. Oh, Dr. Beth, I'm so excited. Every time we chat, we've already been chatting for like 30 minutes. We got to press record, right? (laughs) I'm so excited. Everybody listening, buckle up, like she said, because this is going to be fun and educational with a fun twist. With a fun twist, with a very fun twist. So one of the things that I love so much about the information that you put out is that you have a very clear message. You're... um, (sighs) The way you present information is is so uplifting and positive. It's not, oh, this is, you know, oh, you got to work out or you got to exercise. And it's like, oh, my God, you know, we're like, it's like some people have a doom and gloom type of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Thank you for saying that. I really appreciate it because that was something that was learned over the years. I was a very should type person. You should do this. You should do that because I was surrounding myself with shooters, people that tell me what I should do. And let, let's get real. That ain't working. Yeah. We have this cell phone in our pocket that could send somebody to the freaking moon and we're still lost. And we're yeah. still like, this is it. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's because we're being told what we should do instead of a question like, what works for you? How about this? So when I work with my clients, it's like, I'm not there to give you the answers. I'm there to help you guide so that you can find the answer. I don't have the answer. And let me tell you, Dr. Beth, a lot of people don't like that and they will leave because oh. they want the answer. But how many times have we had a fitness coach, a, any kind of doctor, and that they tell us what to do X, Y, Z. And as soon as that doctor or coach is out of your life, you will fall. Yeah. I had a, a nutritionist. I was in my 20s. And I wanted to, you know, shed some weight. And I did with him. I really did. And then he got married. And so he took like a couple months off and I lost it, literally lost like myself. And I gained the weight back because 
it was like I needed him. I had to, it was my accountability. And I'm yeah. like, what about my accountability to myself or the commitment to myself? Yes. And so that now I take that on with my clients. And I'm like, when I speak, if it lights up for you, you know, when your body lights up and you're like, Ooh, that's it. It's like a little yeah. barometer, right? Yeah. And I'm going to give you a gazillion different possibilities, or you're going to find some different possibilities and what lights you up, then go with that. And that's the way I live my life now. Yes. Yes. Oh, I love it. I, and I love how you just like right out of the gate addressing this, because this is such a sticking point for people that it has to be this, you know what I mean? Like, and I tell people, you know, we could all eat the same and exercise the same, and we're still going to have different bodies because and- we're all different. That's like saying, okay, like all of us on this planet, there's almost 8 billion, like 7.6 billion, that every single brain is the same. And everybody knows that logically, like not everybody's personality is the same. I mean, of course we know that, but it's interesting how then we want to assume that the bodies are the same. There's going to be 7.6 different body types, legs, booties. I mean, (laughs) every single thing. So you're like, you're going to Joe Blow and that Joe Blow is telling you what to do. And I I always tell my clients, run for the hills. If anybody ever tells you to do this, run for the freaking hills. Because it's, I forget what percentage is. It's like 70 to 90, something like that, of clients will only stick with something for fitness. And I'm talking specifically for fitness. About eight months. That's like the cutoff point, right? And a lot of my clients, I remember going to like workshops and they'd be like, who is this Fit Factor studio? And I'd raise my hand and they're like, your turnover rate is three to five years. And I'm like, okay, is that bad? You know what I mean? And they're like, no, that's really high. And I'm like, oh, it is right. We have one of the highest turnover rates because most of the other studios were eight months, eight months, eight months, eight months, eight months, like eight months. You're not towards a year yet. You're like, I just feel like I just got enough. I could do it on my own now. And then they think the grass is greener, Mm. right? Instead of just doing whatever is required for you. And so the clients that got it, Dr. Beth, like, oh, I get it. I'm here to choose for me. They end up doing it for them, not for me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yes. Oh, I love this. And and not to have it be this strict thing. Like you have to do this exercise. You have to do this workout like this. If you can't do this intense thing, well, then you're not going to get fit, which is not true. And it's like forcing something on somebody that maybe doesn't work for their schedule even or... You know, like, how are you supposed to be able to travel if you want to travel, if you have to, you know, be, you know, doing this certain thing all the time and you don't get any type of wiggle room, you know, know what just lit up for me as you were talking, I was thinking about what is the purpose of life? What is the purpose of exercise? What is the purpose of moving your body? And for me, it's to have fun. Like if you look at kids, when they move their body, they're moving their bodies just to have fun. They're not going, it's time to exercise. You know what I mean? But maybe some of them now younger are starting to take that on, but they just run and play. They just do it. Dogs and cats and animals, they move their bodies. If you ever watch a cat walk and they walk with every muscle of their, you know, being, and it's like this, like mm, energy. And as humans, we kind of became this robot, right? As we get older and older and it's no longer fun. And I'm like, is exercise fun for you? And I, I want to take the word exercise out. Just is it moving your body? Is it fun? Is it enjoyable? Rather than I have to do it, it's a scheduled thing. Mm. And I'm going, are you sure you're going to do that for the rest of your life? Are you going to be on that bike forever? And some of them will. This is not to impugn. You know what I mean? And some will, yeah. some will choose if they love it. But I'm going, can you do this even if you're on vacation? Or would you choose to do this. It's just about choice. And I think when we get the power, Dr. Beth back about this is choice. Kids, they choose to move their body. Yes. Right. And I think now maybe the younger ones, I mean, if the new generation are more sedentary, right. But, but even when they're younger, they choose to move. I mean, I got, I was, I loved moving my body. Yes. Yes. And that's the thing. I, I have three kids and I know if they're, um, you know, if we do no screen time, Mm -hmm. you know, and we have our no screen time and we have screen time and no screen time. And when it's no screen time, you know, nine times out of 10, they're outside. They're, you know, riding bikes, skateboarding, jumping on a trampoline, doing something like that. You know, every now and then they'll choose to sit and read or, you Mm -hmm. know, color or something fine. 
But the movement piece, you're right. That's just what clicked for me is that when you said that, I was like, you know what? My kids, given the freedom of whatever they want to do, they get up and they move. What is fun for yes, me? And yeah. And what is fun? And maybe at that moment, fun is reading the book. Fun is doing the trampoline, like whatever. It's just fun. I yeah. love that. No screen time. That's really cool. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They don't love it at first. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, I'm right in the middle of a whatever. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just watching this video. It's going to be there later. You got a pause <laughs> button. You got a pause button. You know, it'll be there tomorrow. That type of thing. Okay, so tell me how you got to where you are because you didn't start off in this space. You didn't start off to be, um, you know, like, like you have you have two podcasts now. You have all these other things, right? How did you get to do what you're doing right now? Great question. You know, well, the biggest pivotal moment of my life, and I didn't really see it until later, but when I was 13 years old, I was a freshman in high school and we had to go get weighed in. Gosh, this is so, I don't mean, I don't think they would do that now. Right. But there was like this state test and everybody had to get weighed in and do X, Y, Z. And then they had to compare you to all the other kids to see where you rank. Right. Yeah. So this must've been the early nineties. And it was my turn to go weigh in. And Dr. Beth, I had no concept of weight. Meaning if you told me 90 pounds or 150, I mean, I didn't know what that meant. Yeah. And so I go to weigh in, I step up on the scale and it read 123. And 123 looked like 105 or 100. I was, I was a dancer. I was really tiny. And, um, but back in the 90s, I think 123 was much heavier, right, to that standard. And the PE teacher looks at me. She gets her sketch pad on her clipboard and says, better lay off the French fries. Oh. And I, yeah. But I, I, I honestly, I, I know she didn't mean to be malicious. Like she was, she really in her mind was going, oh, 123, you better watch it, honey. Right. And so at that moment, it didn't hurt my feelings. It was like, oh, OK, I better lose some weight. So I come back and all of a sudden at that moment, it was like, I am fat. I bought the lie. I am fat. Yeah. So I'm 13. I'm tiny, Dr. Beth. I got to show you a picture. Tiny, tiny. And I come home and my mom's going to Weight Watchers at the time. You know, she was a big Weight Watchers. That was so cool in the the 90s. And I, it was, I begged her to take me with her. She's like, okay. And she never came back to me. This is not to impugn on my mom, but she didn't come back and go, sweetheart, you're perfect. She was like, okay, I'll take you. Right. Yeah. So I go to Weight Watchers for her with her for about six months. And now it's six months of, I become an addict. I start binging. I start, you know, I will starve myself before a weigh-in. And because she was like, if you gain weight, I'm going to stop paying for you. And I started to lose weight and everybody around me told me I looked good. So all of this is creating evidence that I am prettier when I'm thinner. 123 is fat cow, you know, like, oh. and then I stopped and I gained about 20, 25 pounds in less than a year in front of everybody. Mm. Now to give you some context, I'm the dance team captain I'm in ASB. I'm like the popular girl, right? And so I gained 25 pounds in front of everybody. And I was so shameful. I was so embarrassed. And this led me to my journey of just self-destruction and depression. And I mean, this was in the 90s where you didn't talk about depression. You didn't do that kind of stuff. You just right. suck it up. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. Mental health. Stuff no. it down. Stuff it down. Yeah. Literally with food and everything. Yeah. And so um, I ended up losing weight and I started then to teach other women how to unconditionally, like really just listen to your body. Uh, eat what is okay for you. And that's how I got started in teaching fitness. Wow. Wow. And you started um, because you had, you know, uh, your own company. Yeah. So I I had a dance studio in my 20s. Yes. Yeah. And then I, so I've had probably about 10 businesses since my 20s. And, um, I was never a corporate girl. Just to give some more context, I was that girl ever since I was a young person, child, that I never fit in. I mean, I always tell, I go, I'm a, I'm a Gen Zer that was born in Gen X, right? Like, I don't fit in. I was one of the pioneers of this is 
I don't know, y'all are crazy. But I ended up mimicking everyone around me. So like I said, I, I was the good student. I was this and that, but I was dyslexic. I Everything, you name it. But I was, I was just pretending. I was a really good actress. Went to UC Santa Barbara, Dr. Beth, and hated it. Cried every day. I hated it. Again, I'm like, I don't belong here. I'm not this type of person. I left. Everyone thought I was nuts. And that started the like choosing for me. Can you imagine in a dorm in UC Santa Barbara? And I just packed my stuff up. And people go, where are you going? I go, I'm just leaving. Why? I'm like, because I don't like it. And people are thinking, well, I don't like it either, but my parents are making me stay. And I'm like, my mom said, if you leave, I'm going to cut you off. So I'm 18 years old. I'm like, okay, cut me off. Wow. And me on my, like, be a big girl now, Joanna. So never graduated college. It wasn't my thing, but I always knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Yep. And so I started a, a dance studio when I was 24. And this Dr. Beth, before it was cool, before it was hashtag girl boss, before, I mean, I was the only female entrepreneur I've ever known. I mean, or unless you knew somebody that did something different, but not like open up a dance studio. Yeah. And I just created it as, as I went, but I was always such a go-getter. I knew there was always something more in life. Yeah. And this is not for me to tell the listeners, hey, go, go, go kill yourself. But it's for those people out there going, you know what? There's more to life. Is this it? That's what I always had when I was a young girl. I can remember being four years old going, is this it? I know there's more. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Y'all people are nuts, right? But I couldn't (laughs) articulate it. And so it's that personality. And here's the really cool thing. I'm going to end on this. That I feel so empowered by the Gen Zers, by like your kids. The way that their generation thinks, I'm so inspired because it's like I could resonate with them. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I'm going, oh my gosh, they're like my brothers and sisters, even though they're like 10. Right. And so that's a little side note. I'm just like, wow. I just think it's really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love the, the, the mindset you have around like just the different way of people thinking, right. And how it's, like the world changes with technology, with everything, the world changes. Like I remember when we moved into the house we're in now, and this was like five years ago or so now. And the guy came to hook up the the internet, you know, and he was like, okay, so for your landline, but I was like, I don't need a landline. (laughs) I don't need a landline. He's like, well, but no, you need a land. You need to have, I was like, I don't, need a land. I don't, I don't even have a phone. I don't have a, oh, a yeah. land phone to even hit. I'd have to buy one. Like I don't, I haven't used one in at least five years. I can't yeah. imagine needing one moving forward. And he was like, Oh, you crazy millennials and your weird ideas. And I was like, <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm not and even where is that guy now. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, I was like, dude, like, uh, like the, uh, uh, what? It was just like, it blew my mind that he, like, I literally had thought it out. And I was like, it's not that much a month. It was like, yeah. I can't remember. Even if you paid me. I don't need it. A month. Right. $10 a month or something for the landline. But I was like, I'm literally not going to use it. So why would I pay that $10? Well, why yeah. would you not have every house needs a landline? And I was like, but it doesn't. <laughs> I think about it like this, like, okay, we're on like iPhone 10 generation, right? Yeah. And if somebody said, hey, would you like the iPhone 1? And you're like, no. You always want to upgrade. <laughs> it's the same thing. And he's going, well, it's really good. Uh, no, I want the 10. I want the latest. That's yeah. life. Let's go to the latest. But some of us are stuck, as I, with certain things in life. Let's get real, Joanna. And I'm like, where am I stuck in my iOS 1 system? Ooh. And where am I not upgrading? Yeah. Right? That was the pandemic for me. I was so stuck in like 2015 or 2017. I'm like, girl, you got to pretend it's 2025. This is a changing world. Let's go, Joanna. And I was so like attached, but not knowing that I was attached. It was such a blind spot for me. And I think that was the biggest takeaway that I had from this past year. Yeah. So how did you change things moving forward for you? Because you have, you know, businesses, things, you run stuff. What really did change for you over the past year? In last year of June. So right now, it's going to be one year that I chose to close the doors of the brick and mortar due to the pandemic. And 
a lot of studying came in with that, knowing like, okay, you're in fitness, you're in a brick and mortar. There is no outside for you to work out. I made that choice, even though not knowing what was going to happen. My intuition knew, Joanna, either you're going to lose now or you're going to lose a lot more. And so I closed that a year ago. And here's the thing. I thought I was okay. I was. I was like, I'm okay. And it's the PTSD that I'm having now of like, oh my gosh, I'm not okay now. And so what I'm doing now is really rebuilding and going back to, like I said, what am I attached to? What am I really, really attached to? And I got to let go. And what I'm attached to is the old way I used to do business. Mm. See, and here's the interesting thing, Dr. Beth, I've noticed Mm. that I've had some envy and some jealousy on social media from people that are doing well. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I've been doing this for 25 years and I'm not doing well. And this person just left their corporate job and they're already doing well. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And so what I'm realizing is that the envy, the jealousy is a call to action. There's something mm-hmm. that I, it's like, there's information there for me. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, yes. okay, it's because I'm not willing to upgrade my iOS system. I'm still mm-hmm. operating on the one and everybody else is operating on the 10. And I'm going, no, it should be the same. I'm that guy that came in to do your internet, Ah. to do the phone. I just did an aha. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm telling everybody, get a landline. Everybody's like, I'm doing well over here. Come on, upgrade, Joanna. And I'm still trying to do business and my life as if it's 25 years ago. And I'm drowning. So that's my biggest takeaway. And that's what I'm really rebuilding and learning going, okay, how am I, as a Gen Xer or kind of millennial Gen Xer, going to adapt and upgrade my iOS to live in a Gen Z world and even the next generation that's going to come after the kids that your kids have, yeah. right? Yes. And, and that I don't, I'm not the person going to a house going, do you want a landline? <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> so that's my takeaway, girl. Yeah. Well, it's, it's hard. And I know, you know, you, you had a very successful business, right? You had a very successful business and then things changed and that wasn't your choice. You know what I mean? I had a very successful clinic and it was my choice. You know, I was like, this isn't, you know, moving forward. What kind of impact do I want to make? I sold Mm -hmm. my clinic and I do what I do now, Mm -hmm. you know, because I, I, it wasn't, I wouldn't have been able to do what I do now, how I, as well if I was still trying to run my clinic, it just wouldn't have been a good fit. Right. But that was, that was like, you know, I was in charge of that. Like for so many people whose businesses that closed or shifted or whatever, because of the pandemic, that wasn't your choice. Right. And you're sort of left with the next step after, you know, just because, so, I mean, that, that really makes sense. And I think it speaks a lot to your resiliency, the thought process behind it and how you describe the PSD from that but then be able to look at that and say, I'm moving forward. I'm moving on up. I'm, you know, going to still up level. And that's the beautiful thing, which I think is going to make such a huge impact moving forward. So that's amazing. Yeah. The question I've been asking is what is the gift in this that I can't see right now? And maybe there's a gazillion gifts or maybe there's one, but I'm like, there's a gift here. And throughout I've been able to, un, you know, um, what is it? Uncover the stones for the gifts. But I know there's a bigger one, right? And I just, it's there. It's almost, it's coming. And I'm like, there's a gift here, even though it doesn't feel like it. That's where I am. And I've been wanting to really tell the stories for the people that are not okay. You know what I mean? Like during this time, I'm like, oh, rather than like, I'm okay. And everything on Instagram is just wonderful. And here's my business. And okay, let's, let's tell how it really is girls. (laughs) You know? You know, you were just ugly crying five minutes ago, girl. <laughs> and then you come online. Hi, everyone. Hi. <laughs> right. Yeah. And like my, my boyfriend, I cry all the time. And then he's like, are you okay? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I just needed a good cry. It's all good. Yeah. Right? yeah. See, let some steam out. And oh. okay. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's so great. So you have you have um, two new podcasts. Yeah. 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 Uh, the Get Up Girl, and then I have a dance podcast, Dance Your Life, and we yeah. interview other dancers because I produce a dance competition as well. You know, so dance and fitness, it's always been all together. Yeah. And so that business too, you know, it yeah. paused all the all the events. So yeah, 
So Dan, uh, the get up girl, that's my main baby. And on there, I give tools of how to get back up. Like you just said, resiliency of how to get back up the mindset. And like you said at the beginning, Dr. Beth, like one of my superpowers is being able to gift you the information differently than you've heard it 47,000 times. Yes. You know, it's like you've heard the same thing and you're like, oh, I get it when you say it, Joanna. Yeah. So that's my gift. I'm able to like package it and gift it in a different way. So that's yes. what that's about. Oh, that's beautiful. And then so so the Get Up Girl podcast, and that's just sharing a lot of information. And then the dance podcast and the events. Are the events starting up again soon? Yeah, we're starting in fall 2021. And I'm just so grateful because, you know, here's the other thing I've always heard, diversify your businesses, have a bunch, right? So, which I did, but they all went down in the pandemic. So my takeaway as well was like, okay, have an online. I didn't have online stuff. Really? Yeah, I know. I just, so interesting, right? Again, let's go back to the, I didn't upgrade my iOS system. It was always like, I'm going to do it one day and then just never did it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, nothing like that big, strong nudge. (laughs) No. Hey, thanks God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. So the other thing you have that I want to talk about real quick, um, you know, is the, besides the podcast and everything, you also do a free 30 day challenge that you run on Instagram every month. Yeah. In 2020, it was my birthday. And I kept asking the question, you know, like, what do I want to do for my birthday? And I got the download from the universe was like, you know what, let's do a meditation 30 day challenge. I'm like, okay. So I went on Instagram and I did it for me, Dr. Beth. I was like, if zero people show up or whatever, I'm going to do it for me. And it was so addicting. I was like, you know what? Cause the only way to really change something is to do it many, many times, at least for myself. Let's go back to not everybody's the same, but yep. for me, I'm like, Joanna needs at least 30 days. Yeah. And I said, you know what? I'm going to keep going. So I I've been going live ever since for six months, every morning and every month I changed the challenge. I've done a book challenge. I've done a journaling. I've done a bed making challenge. And I'm really discovering, I'm like, this, there's something here in doing 30 days. Boom, boom, boom. I'm like, this seven day challenge. No, it, girl, I, you got to really go all the way in. Are you committed? Mm. And so that's what I've been doing. So on Instagram, just follow me on Instagram, Joanna Vargas official. And then I'll let you know when the next, like, what's going to be each month. And that's what I'm doing. And there's something there. You know, yeah. I don't know what's going to develop from this, but it's really shifting me as a person. It's, I almost feel like eat, pray, love. I think we talked about this on the other podcast, but like, you know, like I'm on this journey of uh-huh. like, I'm just going live every day and let's see what unveils for me. And yeah. then everybody is invited for the ride. Yes. Ooh. So questions I have now are, how do you pick the next challenge and, and things like a bed making challenge? What prompted that? And what's the like outcome of that for people? Great question. You know what? Um, about a month before the next month, I kind of feel into it. I start, you know, meditating, asking God, life universe, like what's next? What do people require right now? What do I require? And I'll just get like a, this is it. And the bed making challenge was a really cool one because I was realizing that the days I made my bed, I was feeling better. The days I made my bed earlier, rather than like I would go have my coffee and then come back and make my bed. Those days were not as productive as if I made it right when I woke up. So I said, you know what? I'm curious. I'm going to do a little experiment and see what's going to happen if I make my bed every day and then share it. And here's the other cool thing, Dr. Beth, I was in shy to bring people into my bedroom, like, you know, to go live just a little bit. I don't know. That was just some craziness in my head. And I'm like, what is that? You know, so I let that go. Right. Mm -hmm. And letting people in live with my video on my bed. Right. And so that was also expansive for me. So things like that, I'll get like a download and going, this is why this is important and such a takeaway. And for, here's the other thing. A lot of people go, well, I already make my bed or I already do that. I'm like, cool. Now, how can you level up? 
So you make your bed every day. How can you inspire others to make their bed? How can you make it earlier? How can you, et cetera, et cetera, right? A lot of times we're like, I already do that. Cool. Well, how can you do it? How can you level it up? And that was another takeaway. I already meditate every day. I already read a book every day. How can you level it up and invite Mm -hmm. others on the journey? Be the invitation rather than the shoulds. Remember we talked about the should? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Be the invitation for other people. Mm. The energetic invitation. Sometimes you could put your energetic open sign on. You know, when you're just the energy, you walk into a room and you're just like light, you just light it up. You know, those people? Oh, yeah. Right? That's how they're not the shoulds. Like, you should do this, you should do that. So, practitioners and people listening, to this podcast, it's like, are you the energetic invitation or are you the, the shooter? Yeah. Because when you're an energetic invitation, people will come to you like moths to a flame. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. So what's coming up next? Cause we're going to start June pretty soon here. I still don't know. Well, here's the interesting thing. I'm going to take a 30 day absence. And I really made that choice. And you asked me earlier, you know, like, how did you decide? And I actually, I think, no, I know that the download I got, like the awareness, the intuition is your 30 day challenge is to not do it. Do you get what I'm saying? You know, and like to change my mind and to let people know I'm not going to go in June because I, I, what's required right now, like I'm listening, what's required is to like step back. In July, I'm going to come back full force. And mm-hmm. here's the thing. It was hard for me to not do June because yeah. I'm like, I'm a woman of my word. I'm said I'm going to go every day for a year. I'm like, you know what? I'm a grown woman. I could change my mind. Uh, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, listening. We could change our minds. Yeah. So you know what? Nobody's going to die. Everybody's going to be fine. I'm not going to do June. I'll come back in July. And I don't know what it is yet. Okay. Okay. I, so I love this. And, and the, the piece that you just said, where you're like, I'm a woman of my word, like I committed to this and now the commitment is to take a break. And that's hard for people, right? It's just like women, we overcommit ourselves all the time. We agree to do this, that, and the other for so many other people to be there and show up for everybody else. Yet we don't leave enough for ourselves. And that's where our bucket gets holes in it. You know. And, and then we feel bad. Well, I said I would do this. And I said I would bring the treat to the, you know, you know, to the soccer game or whatever. And oh, and I have to make them and I shouldn't just go buy something or whatever. You overcommit yourself. You run yourself ragged, yet not realizing to take the time for you and to fill your own bucket, which I, that's what I see you doing. And it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I learned this a couple of years ago and it really like lit me up. I was like, Ooh, that we as uh, humans can decommit with honor. Decommit with honor. Ooh, I like that. Yes. Tell me more about that. Because what we normally do, or at least what I've noticed is that when I decommit, okay. Cause we can all decommit or change our minds. We yeah. ghost people because we're ashamed. Oh. Mm. We're, we're, we'll ghost them. We'll like, we don't want to talk to them on the phone, so we'll text them or I'm going to send them an email so I don't have to actually talk to them because yeah. I'm embarrassed because I'm, I'm not a woman of my word. Mm-hmm. And it's like, look, we can change our minds, but we're not taught, Dr. Beth, that we can change our minds. We're not. We're taught once you make your choice, you have to stay with your choice forever till death do your part forever. And I'm not even talking marriage. I'm just saying sucking anything. You know what I mean? Till death do you part. And I'm like, what, where did I buy this lie that yeah. I have to choose something here and I have to still love it six months later or a year later or five years later? You know what? I changed my mind and I decommit with honor. Yes. Oh, I, I love the that. The biggest thing is with honor. With and honor. Going, you know what? This is what I'm choosing without ghosting. Yes. Ooh, I love that. And again, the, like making a decision, like, is that the thing that's still serving you or not? You know what I mean? Like if you make a decision to, you know, be involved in something and then you're like, however much time later you can have evolved as a different person. Is that thing still serving you? Heck yes. We're always changing. My question that I love to ask is, is this creating more for my life Mm. or is it creating less for my life? 
Yeah. You know, and right now I know that by not doing June, it's going to create more for me. It's going to yes. create more for me, create more for the followers. Overall, I'm going to come back stronger in July. It's going to create more overall. Yeah. And that's like, th- I love that question because it takes away from the, is this right? Or is this wrong? Is it good? Is it bad? Do you mm. know what I mean? Yes. Right or wrong. We get sucked uh, into this so often. Oh, and you know what? Cause we're taught as young kids. Uh, Santa Claus only comes to the good kids and not the bad boys, uh, bad kids. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Look, it's in, what is it? Um, uh, oh, naughty or nice. Were you naughty or nice? Well, you know what? Everybody's naughty and nice. We're all of it. Dr. Beth, I call BS. <laughs> if I had yes. to be nice all year round, I'd be freaking exhausted. And that's where there's holes. Like you said, in our bucket. Because we're trying to be nice all the freaking time. Well, sometimes naughty creates more for our lives. Sometimes getting on the phone and tell somebody that they're not okay with you by being naughty is going to create more. But we're we're teaching our kids in a nursery rhyme for Christmas. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. Well, nice. Nice for who? Also. Yes. If you're nice for somebody else, you're not being nice to yourself. I'm going to overcommit. I'm going to run myself ragged. All this. I see it all the time with women. I see their hormone report. And I'm like, you got, you've got no gas in your tank. How are you getting through the day? They're like, yeah, I've been feeling really exhausted. I'm like, you're literally coasting on fumes all day. Yeah. That's and they're like, yeah, that's exactly how I feel. I have women cry on the phone with me because they're like, yeah. I finally feel validated and all of how I've been feeling, and I've been feeling so guilty about not, you know, XYZ. And I'm like, you literally can't like this isn't a mental choice for you. Like your body is shutting down because you're so exhausted, because they ran themselves ragged and were I'll say nice for right. everybody else but themselves. And you know what? I'm here to call BS. My word, if you could see it right here for the year, is and, Dr. Beth. Because it took me a while, and I'm going to share this because I want everybody to get this. Are you ready? Lean into your device. (laughs) That I before always wanted to be liked. And Mm -hmm. I never wanted to be a bitch. Like, that was the worst. Don't call me a bitch. You can't do that. And until I got it, that you know what? I am nice. I'm sweet. And I could be a bitch. It's all a choice. It's I could be. And I am. And sometimes I'm pretty and sometimes I'm ugly. Sometimes I'm thin. Sometimes I'm a little heavier or fat. Sometimes my hair looks great. Sometimes it's flat. Do you get what I'm saying? But yes. it's like we're trying to always be one thing. I call BS. There is no human possible way. And so when somebody calls me a bitch, it doesn't bother me because I'm like, yeah, they're right. I I could or I am a bitch. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But it doesn't mean I'm always or like I'm defined as that. And I think that's what it is. So then we have to fight to the death. I'm not a bitch. I, I have to defend my honor. And like, what if you're like, yeah, you're right. And it's like, whatever. Next. Oh. Because I'm and I'm. All of it. We are all of it. We are naughty and nice. So ladies, when you truly get that, like literally when you truly, truly, oh my gosh, I get it. You will be relieved from the condemnation of like walking around of like trying to always be one way. And are you willing to choose bitch in order to say no? Mm. And we have so many definitions and points of views around what that word means. And let's just get real. It just means a female dog. People love female dogs. So what do we care? What do we care? (laughs) People look, what if you walked up to a dog, Dr. Beth, and you're like, excuse me, is that a male or a female? I only like males because I don't like female dogs. You know what I mean? At a dog park. And you're like, what? Really think about it. It's like, we've created this word to mean so much. It's it's like, who cares? And once I finally got that, I was willing to choose. You know what? What's going to create most right here? Yeah. What's going to create most? And sometimes choosing bitch will create more for your life, more for your family, more for your career. Yes. And sometimes choosing nice will create more. There's no right. There's no wrong. It's just what will create more. Yes. Ooh, this is so powerful. This is this is honestly so, so powerful for, for people to hear. And, you know, I, I don't even want to say like, give yourself permission. It's just 
shift how you're, how you're leading your life on a daily basis. You know, I never understood that. Like, why do we need permission? (gasps) Right. Right. You really think about it and it's not to impugn or say that you're wrong to think I need permission. Like, um, you know, Lizzo, are you familiar with Lizzo, the singer? And they always say she's unapologetic for being a big girl. And she's like, what do I need to apologize for? Yeah. So I kind of see it that way. Like, what do I need to get permission for? What do I need to, do I have to apologize for something because I'm big? Like, what am I apologizing for? Yeah. You know, or what am I, but again, it it goes back to the, the things that we bought as young children. And, and I'm not even going to just say that just yesterday, just walking around on this planet, all the things that I bought, you could watch television for 30 Mm -hmm. minutes and pick up 10,000 points of views. And then you buy them and you, it's like you went shopping and you just put on all these clothes. Mm. (laughs) Like we were talking earlier about going to the thrift store and buying things that we may not need. (laughs) We're buying these points of views that I'm like, they're just points of views. That's all they are. It's, yeah, it, we're, we oh, make them so, so freaking significant and defined. Yeah. Okay. I have a question. This has just been spinning in my head because I really <laughs> want to hear how, how you talk about this. So one of the things that comes up every single time for women that I like literally just about every single gal that I work with is that at some point in her journey, she is going to have somebody a friend, a really close other female person in her life, totally crap all over what she's doing for herself, her health, and her life. Like it can be at the beginning of the journey of she just started and she shares, I just signed up to do this thing. And then they're like, oh my gosh, that's so expensive. Why would you pay that much? And they, you know, or so, or it can be like halfway through and she's like, yeah, I'm sleeping so much better. Or this is good, but you know, this is still a struggle for me here. And they're like, see, I knew it wouldn't work. I knew it wouldn't work for you. Right. These are women. Everybody has this, right? Mm -hmm. So the whole thing, like the naughty or nice and what we're talking about and creating, you know, um, what's best for you right now, why do women do this to each other? And then how is this a, a good way to navigate with this moving forward? Do you know what I mean? Like, I totally love this question and I'm still navigating it myself and judgment is just a point of view. Mm. When you receive judgment from others, it's just their point of view. And when there is judgment, now I do want to preface and say this, we assume or we define judgment as the quote unquote, not happy thing. But yet, Beth, if I were to see you and go, oh, my gosh, you were so beautiful. That's also a judgment. But we don't define it as a judgment. We define it as a compliment. So -hmm. when I say, Beth, you were so beautiful, it is my point of view that you were beautiful. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All it is is a point of view. So as soon as you actually know that, it's going back to the word bitch. And we're like, it really just means female dog. So let's Uh go back. Your friend says, why did you choose that? It's just her point of view. Okay. So a tool you can use is like, oh, that's just her point of view. Now, easier said than done. I totally get it. This is going to be a learn. That's like saying, hey, you're going to do one push up and you're going to have a six pack. Uh, I don't think so, honey. So when, when somebody gives you their point of view, you could just go, oh, okay. That's their point of view. And again, when somebody gives you their point of view, oh, okay. That's an interesting point of view. The next thing is knowing that when there is judgment from another, it's just because they would not choose what you're choosing. I'm going to say that one more time. Yes. Yes. When someone judges you or another, or when you judge others, because let's get real, Dr. Beth, the ones that are coming to you, they're also judging others. So let's get real. Mm -hmm. Please don't come to you and go, oh, my friend's judging me. Well, where are you judging others? Where will you not choose what they're choosing? Yeah. So let's say, let's say I'm walking down the street and I'm wearing some thong underwear. Let's just say, right. And people are staring at me and going, oh my God, how could she wear that? And look at the cellulite on her legs and she is overweight, et cetera, et cetera. 
they're saying that because they would not choose to wear a thong. They have cellulite and would not choose to show their cellulite. They are maybe overweight and they choose not to show their. It's their choice that they choose to wear clothes that cut off their body. That's all mm. it is. So yeah. it's, it is just their information telling you, Dr. Beth, that I would not choose this. That's all they're saying. Literally, they're just saying, I would not choose that. Next, they're yes. going, I would not choose that. Next, they're going, I would not choose that. Because when you and I would choose the same thing, that's when I start to nod my head and go, yes, girl. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Right. Because you and I are on the same wavelength, let's just say. Yeah. And the moment we don't choose the same thing, you want black. I want pink. And I'm like, are you sure you want black? That's all it means is that I would not choose black. I would choose pink. That's yeah. all it means. But and we give it so much validity and like wrapped around that they would not choose this new coaching program. They would not choose this new health program. That's all it means. And I am going to add this to, to this before um, I want to end what I'm saying about judgment. When you can receive judgment fully without the, you know, the Wonder Woman exes coming up boom, boom, and, and going, oh my gosh, I can't believe she said that. When you can receive it fully, yeah. you actually get bigger energetically. Mm. But we are not taught, Dr. Beth, to receive information that we don't like. Yeah. We, were we were taught to fight and defend your honor. Yes. What if yes. you just receive it and go, okay, whatever. Who okay, let's think about Dr. Beth about all the people on this planet who receive judgment all the time and they keep getting bigger, 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 right? Bigger, and they make more money, more money, more money. Think about everybody yeah. uh, Oprah, uh, Donald oh, yeah. Trump, the yeah. Kardashians. I could go on and on and on. The more they receive judgment of like, whatever, mm -hmm. okay. They get bigger. They do. Because yeah. they don't have the, oh, they said that, oh, that energy. Yes. So when you could fully receive it and go, oh, okay, that's an interesting point of view. Okay, whatever. Okay, cool. That's <laughs> what you think. This is what I think. You wouldn't, okay. And once you do that, the other person is like, they're bored. Oh, there's nothing. Okay. And they will just back down like a, ooh, 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 like a whimpering dog because there's really nothing there. There's no charge. There's yeah. no negative and positive ion to charge. It's just neutral. There's yes. just nothing, right? But we were taught to have a, a charge to it, like fight, 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 fight. And yes. so that's what I have about that. Oh, this is amazing. This is so amazing. Just how you phrase that. Defend your honor. Defend your choice. Defend your niceness or whatever, right? Yep. Wow. Yeah, this is amazing. I do want to preface, though, that sometimes defending, though, will create more. Yeah, but okay. Are you defending to create more or are you defending just because you just have to? You get yeah. what I'm saying? Like, are you doing yeah. it unconsciously and like, I have to mm. because I'm a robot and blah, blah, blah. Or like, you know what? It doesn't, mean, yeah, it doesn't mean you're a doormat. I'm not saying that. So please don't walk away and go, Joanne is saying to be a doormat. No, 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 I'm yeah, not saying that. This is yeah. still being clear. Let's decommit de with honor. Let's commit with honor, just with honor and go, you know what? That doesn't work for me. Or I like this. Or, uh, you know, when you told me that the other day, it wasn't okay with me or whatever it be. And sometimes creating more will just be shutting up. So again, mm -hmm. I just want to preface that. I'm not saying yeah. just don't say nothing forever. But <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> this was so good. Oh, this is incredible. There's so much like gold nuggets. In, in the, in what we've recorded so far, I, I can't wait for people to hear this. This is amazing. So, um, okay. Where can people find you and follow you? Yeah. Two places, please on Instagram or all the platforms, but mostly Instagram, Joanna Vargas official, mm -hmm. and please follow my podcast, the get up girl. If you're like, oh my gosh, she was speaking my language. This is the stuff I talk about and I break it down. Yeah. Like, do, um, like these are the tools I give. 
rather than think positive and you can do it. And you know what I mean? All that. It's like, that ain't working, girl. I want to throw punch you. I still hate this chick. <laughs> right? Am I the only one? I'm like, I'm trying to think positive and it ain't working. <laughs> so if you're like, that ain't working, come listen to that podcast. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's amazing. Okay. So we're going to put everything in the show notes below where to follow you on Instagram, uh, a link right to your podcast and everything. Um, so people can get in touch with you, reach out to you, and then join you on the next, you know, 30 day challenge that you do. Yeah. When you're fully ready to do it. Yes. In July. That's incredible. Oh, any, any last, last nuggets that you have for people. If you want different in your life, choose different. A real simple, just yeah. choose different. Real, yeah. Simple yet. Like that's like a mic drop. <laughs> Yeah, it could be one millimeter different. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, that's incredible. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here. I I'm so excited for this to come out. I re- I can't wait. I can't wait for people for people. <laughs> I can't wait to, everybody, hear this. Yeah, to listen to this and DM <laughs> us both. Tag us on Instagram. <laughs> yes. Yes. Dr. Beth Westy. <laughs> <laughs> so fun every time i know my boyfriend was like i like that's dr bestie right he calls you dr bestie (laughs) (laughs) he's like she's cool i like her (laughs) awesome (laughs) so funny (laughs) yes so thank you so much for being here i can't wait i just can't wait uh thank you and everybody thank you all for listening and hopefully you didn't tune out you stayed to the end (laughs) Peace be with you. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and know of another girl who can benefit from this message, please share it with your girlfriends and tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. I love your DMs. Also, I would be honored if you'd take 30 seconds and give the Get Up Girl a five-star review. I appreciate and love you all. And remember, girl, to get up and live fully.